You're listening to We're Big Kids Now, a podcast journey through stories, interviews, life lessons, comedic relief, and most likely some not-so-wanted advice. My name's Joe Alexander, and I'm here to hopefully inspire, motivate, and above all, just have a good time with y'all. So sit back and let's get started. All right, and welcome back to We're Big Kids Now. So today I've got a guest. I would like to say she is almost like the Barbie of Miami. <laughs> because... <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I saw her online uh, through another social media page. And when I saw her and I started seeing what she does, I was like, oh my God, I need to bring her on. She is a woman of all trades. And I think just saying she is the Barbie because we all knew Barbie had many hats. That's a true, that's true. <laughs> No, other than let me just introduce Jessica Burns. Welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm really excited to talk to you today. No, no worries. I'm excited to have you on. Um, I just wanted to share, obviously, your story, what you do, because I thought it was pretty interesting. I, I love, obviously, I love bloggers, and I think that's where I kind of want to start first. How do you find the time now? Are you full-time, 24-7 blogging, or what is it that you're doing? So I have two main businesses. I have a digital market agency, and then I have a Miami clothing brand called Pink Coral Miami. And I started my blog just to get some traffic and some interest into um, to my clothing line. It's called tagdinmiami.com. But okay. uh, as I started it and developed it, I forgot that writing is a passion of mine. I just hadn't done it since I was a kid. So I, instead of using it to talk about fashion, I started talk, like using it as a way to work through my problems as an entrepreneur and it kind of blew up. So it's funny you want to start with the blog because that's like the least things that people around me know about. So. Well, I, I love, I love when people can write about things. So what I'm wondering is, is did you study journalism? Did, were you actually like that in high school? Like what started the blogging? No. Um, so the blog, like I said, I was just kind of talk about fashion things, but then it turned into other things and I got really into it. So um, I used to do this as a kid. I would write books and I would get all my teachers and all my parents and everybody to uh, read them and comment on them and give me feedback. So it just kind of grew from there. And I had a blog in high school um, as well. So yeah, it's, it's a real passion of mine. Was it just part of like school related or did you actually do started like fashion when you were younger? No, it was the same as this actually, more psychology and why we do the things we do. And it wasn't school related. I was kind of a nerd in high school, so I didn't want to show <laughs> this side of anybody. <laughs> so no one really knew about it. <laughs> so wh where did you grow up? Did you grow up in Miami or you moved to Miami? No, I grew up um, in a small town in Canada, actually, outside of Toronto. Canada. Why the move? Well, my father is American and uh, my mother passed away and he was in Fort Lauderdale and a girlfriend I grew up with in Canada moved here so she's like come on let's move down here so I had never even been to Miami before I moved here <laughs> it was a spur of the moment thing are you loving it or is it a like yeah. a culture shock 10 years in you know this is home for me <laughs> <laughs> definitely a culture shock but I, I love Miami I think that Miami has something for everyone um I'm not a big party girl I'm not a big goer outer but I love to beach I love to be healthy I love to write I love to network and Miami gives me all those opportunities so I love it here you gave me California vibes when I first saw you I was like I go oh my god I wonder if she's like from the valley like I love <laughs> her like she seems so like fun and i've got that before but you know they say you're west coast or east coast and i am such an east coast girl i cannot live on the west coast i need my florida have you been to california before no i have and every time i'm there i love it it's beautiful but i just like i want to hug miami when i get home i'm like thank you for being you do you miss the cold or are you loving the sunny vibes now I hate the cold. Really? I am that person when it's 60 degrees. I am a nightmare. Yeah. I've always been like that though. So. <laughs> 
I would say, because I think in the cold, you have way more uh, areas of being able to be more fashionable. I think you get, you have so many more layers. So is it like now, do you find it a different type of style of what you're getting into now as now in the Miami style? It's funny you ask that. I have this uh, little quirk about me that everyone knows. I hated pants. When I moved here, I refused to wear pants for eight years. I was like, nope. (laughs) Um, their leg prisons. I refused to move to Miami. Uh, I had um, an ex-boyfriend take me to like New York and Canada for a trip. And he's like, are you going to wear pants? I'm like, no, it goes against everything I believe in. So, so, I so if it, it was, if it was it. no pants, it was it shorts or skirts? <laughs> it was usually skirts or shorts. I could throw tights on it. I just did the layering thing, but I'm like, no, I'm a Florida girl. We don't wear <laughs> pants here. So this is the first year that I like pants again. <laughs> so funny. that was the thing everyone knew about me. <laughs> So you got rid of all your clothing for the cold. Yes. Do you regret it when we get our little moments of cold? Or you're like, no, this is not even cold to me. No, not at all. Like <laughs> nine years in now, I'm like, maybe there's some things I missed, but no. <laughs> so going into basically, you started a clothing brand. Um, that's the one that's called Pink Coral? Yeah. I love it. So I was looking at a couple pieces on there. For what I saw, you, you kind of almost make it more in a wide range for all shapes and sizes because it wasn't one style. Um, was there a certain niche of what you were getting into when you were creating Pink Coral or how did that start? Because I, I love the tagline and I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. <laughs> when bikini time ends, martini time begins. Yes, that's like, <laughs> and it's so Miami. I know. Um, so one thing, I grew up I grew up in a town where everyone was blonde hair, blue eyes, not very much culture or color and everyone was super skinny. And so everyone talked about each other and it made me uncomfortable. When I moved to Miami, that was the biggest culture shock that I had. People of all sizes were confident in everything. Like you see women on the beach and next to nothing, but that's, that's a culture thing yep. and they rock it. So when I started Miami, I, it wasn't for just for me. It's for people. It was Miami based, Miami inspired. So we needed color. We needed shapes. We needed sizes. We needed to flow. And I, I wanted something for everyone. Like you don't have to be a colorful person to find something at my store. So that's what I like about it. So have you branched out into doing, is it like right now? Cause from what I'm saying, I know you do the styling as well. Um, is it only for women now or have you branched out into doing certain pieces for men like board shorts, uh, things like that? So, um, come 2021, we're about to launch a sh- uh, our new streetwear collection. It's going to be men and women Love and it. it's going to be athletic wear, track pants, hoodies, crop tops. I'm actually going to be collaborating with a couple local artists in Miami and I'm going to be putting their artwork on some really, really awesome pieces. So those are going to be available for men and women and we'll do custom pieces as well. Um, since I started this store, men has, have been saying that there's a million women's store. There's nothing for men. So if anyone wants to start a boutique, I suggest you do it for men. Well, no, yeah, <laughs> start because there. with your, with your collection of what you've, what you have and what I've seen online, I love the colors. I love the pop. I love the floral. And that's so Miami. And I know with the right. transition, obviously it hasn't been so strict to where it's only now the straight world. I think the straight and gay world are now branching out to then. Yeah. Show the colors. 100%. Exactly. Yes. We're kind of like more fluid now, and I love it. Um, and that's I think why- the gays are the, the trendsetters. Like the, <laughs> the straight guys are looking for the gays to see what to wear these days. Like there's sometimes I'm like, where did you learn to wear this outfit to my friends? And they they laugh at me. <laughs> They're like, it's my gay friend. Like <laughs> it's true. It's like it's like almost like Hawaii blew up in Miami. And now everyone wears floral. So it's like, <laughs> hey, we needed it. The guys here dress horribly. They needed that style. It's, I love it now. <laughs> it's so bad when I see some of these guys wearing these pants that look like remember remember the pi- the pipe jeans and things like that where they, yeah. they were so like. Jinkos. I'm like, oh my God. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, I'm my like, father Please. hated those. I remember them well. <laughs> <laughs> 
So part of your clothing brand, um, part of that, you do do local deliveries. I know that you do a lot of private shopping as well. Um, so when, yep. the, when it comes to private shopping, what do you do with that? Like, how, how does that go about? So generally, I'll set up a meeting with the client and see what they're looking for. Um, so most, most of my clients are... Um, like wives or daughters of some people that live in Miami. And like, so for example, a typical day, uh, I'll find out what they're looking for. So if they're looking for formal, then I'll do the research and I'll find out what stores they want to go to. And um, I'll take them with me. I have a driver. We go, we go to every store and we just pick out outfits. I usually will go and pull some pieces first. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if they want to do it reverse, or this is really popular with, the, with men, um, they'll say like, here's my wife, here's my budget, help me pick out a present. And I'll just do it myself and then get back to them. And then I usually will follow up in case there's any returns or alterations or feedback. But I try to just make shopping as easy as possible because Miami's kind of weird with it here. We don't really have a mall or, you know, easy shopping options. So no, I, love that. I was and, trying to just make it easy. And I, I think doing that, I think it, it becomes more personal in the sense of where like you're really going to find what you want. And it's somebody that once you get someone who can style you, you probably stick with them going forward. So do you have certain clients that have stuck with you the whole way now through these last few years? Yes. Yes. And mostly this is my, my favorite, like my most popular client for the personal shopping is men that are like, I don't know what to buy for my wife. Help me. <laughs> and I have never had one issue with the wife ever. Like they are all so happy with what they get. So really, I love to hear that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah. have you, so you do it a lot for women. Do you, have you done any personal shopping for men? Oh yes. Um, I have more men, personal shoppers than women just cause men I find don't want to deal with it. They don't think it's as fun as we do. So, um, <laughs> a lot of like professional, like CEO men that exist are working a lot and they don't have time to go shopping. Um, they get, they get specific. Like I want five Lululemon shorts in this color and this length, or they'll be like, I need gym shirts. You oh figure it God. out. I love, so, it. I love it. I love but it. But after a couple of tries, they're very trusting because I, I've proven myself, you know, they know that I can handle it. So, um, well, it, yeah, it, it's cool. It's, it's, it's really fun. It's almost like those, like how you're seeing now, how there's a lot of companies that are doing like those box, uh, styles to where like you're getting a box, yes. you're getting some trunk items, um, and you're picking from there. But at least this way, it's like, it's handpicked from someone that, you know, personally, um, and you're getting their own style from already. They're saying, Hey, look, I know what you picked there. I didn't like that one. Let's do something totally different. And then now you know how to go forward. Yep. Exactly. And it's pretty easy. Like people's styles are pretty straightforward. So even if they don't know what it is, you can, you can figure it out usually. What's like the weirdest style you've seen so far? Oh my gosh. I don't know. We live in Miami. You know, there's not really limits on anything. (laughs) I saw this one piece. Um, it's, it's essentially like a long dress, but it comes up at the top and then it has matching shorts. And um, someone wore it without the shorts. So it was just a very, very, very <laughs> short dress. And I, I've never seen anything like that. I was like, okay, I don't think that's proper. <laughs> Miami, though, you know? <laughs> They're like, I want the style. I don't want the comments. <laughs> yeah, to each their own, right? I'm like, all right, go you. Thanks for the support. <laughs> that's so funny. So when you're delivering now, um, where do your deliveries go up to? Is it all of Florida or how does it work? Well, I have my online store. So if you're outside of anywhere local, um, you know, I can, I can ship anything to anywhere. Um, if you're like Fort Lauderdale, Boca, West Palm, I can drive anything. And those are mostly for like the last minute people that need something on the fly. But I I, I like to meet my people. I used to have a store in Lincoln before COVID happened. So any chance that I can get to meet clients, I I love that feeling, you know? So now with the store gone, what, how are you doing? Is just strictly online and then maybe from home or how did you do? Strictly online. We're focusing on, uh, launching the new collection and I'm going to, I'm trying to think of some creative ways to, uh, get it out there next year because I don't know, even though Florida's kind of open right now, I don't know what's going to happen in the shopping world in 2021. So, um, online is, 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 
booming right now. So we'll see how it goes. I saw but I definitely s- some pop ups. I was gonna say yeah. So I saw that you you did a couple of, like the pop up private parties. Um, how does that work? Does that actually come out beneficial when you do those? Usually, yes. Um, there's been a couple that are like hit or miss, like like any pop up. But yeah. for the most part, um, they're pretty good. And because I have my digital marketing agency and I'm kind of a networker, I've started hosting more events now. So um, whenever I host it, it's great because it's all the the same like minded people, and we usually get a great turnout. So I'm planning one right now and. And hopefully January 2021, and I'll keep you posted on that. Awesome. So when you, so obviously we closed down the store since COVID. Um, would a would a tr- you know almost how like how they do the food trucks? Would that kind of that concept work with a uh, like with personal shopping? You know what? I looked into uh, like a fashion bus this year, and I, the only thing is Miami has no parking. That's, that's the only thing. But. <laughs> Like turning one of those, like a fashion food truck or a fashion bus yeah. would be amazing because it's on the fly. You could go to all those events in Wynwood, just post up. That would be ideal. I, I think that would be great. I love that. And I think that would be awesome because I don't think you really see many of those. It's all really just all these food trucks going around. But imagine having like those like personal shoppers on the go. They show up either <laughs> in your neighborhood. And then if you have like a whole bunch of girls that live in your area that you're all friends, hey, you know what? I've got her. She's coming over over the weekend. Come out and shop. Yeah. They have the mirror, the whole store there. And then you just drive home. And it's actually easier than a pop-up because there's no setup or takedown. So I love it. Yeah. I, I have thought about that. Uh, if I could find some parking, then that would definitely <laughs> be uh, impossible to have. <laughs> so moving into basically you, you've done the you've done the personal shopping, you've done your own clothing brand. Part of the clothing brand, is there any accessories part of it or is it really strictly just clothing? No. So um, I launched an accessory line um, with the opening of my store last November okay. and um, it was called Gold Coral. So that one is just women right now, but um, our accessory line is Gold Coral by Pink Coral. And we all have like beach inspired accessories and hair bands and just just some little accessories to get started. Favorite color is pink? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Always. Just a hunch, just a hunch by the name, but I love it. No, I love your pieces. Um, so wait, so for people to check out the clothing line, that is on, it's Pink Coral MIA? Correct. PinkCoralMIA.com or Instagram. And um, if they have any questions about anything, you can DM me, send me an email go on the website. I, I always answer. So. Okay. Awesome. So now I know the last thing that you just started branching out was your whole new digital marketing agency. Tell me a little bit about that. So I had just, it was kind of a part-time thing that I was doing a couple of years ago on the side with everything else. And it kind of grew into something bigger um, in COVID. So this year um, I, I was doing social media marketing for the last about six years. And um, this year we've expanded into logos, website design, uh, print material. I've hired a full team that are like the best of the best in Miami wow. and Fort Lauderdale. And they're incredible. So we have not had one person be unhappy yet. So the website's going to launch in the next couple of weeks. And then, um, yeah, so we're excited. So that's <laughs> going to be also to build websites or is just really only on the digital side of like the graphics? Nope. That we do everything from graphics, logos, websites, um, or complete social media management or content creation. And even event management is on there as well. So I love it. So now did you study also in the digital marketing or what did you do? No, my degrees are in business and then I have one in uh, human resources, but um, I've always loved the cell phone, you know, I'm the millennial. So like I got my first job to get my first cell phone and um, <laughs> my cousins make fun of me because he's like, you've always been obsessed with your phone. So it makes sense that you work from it now. Just, what was your, what was your, what was your first cell phone? Oh my gosh. It was, it was this really cool LG one where the screen could flip <laughs> over. So it looked like an iPhone. <laughs> So I remember funny. the I remember the sidekick days. The sidekicks were my favorite. I'm like I'm obsessed with those. I wish they those would come back. Those didn't really pop off in K 
Canada. Like in Michigan, when I would come visit my family, there were all the all the rage, but Canada didn't really get the sidekick. I was upset. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the you know the rhinestone pink sidekick that uh, Paris Hilton had, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So okay, so you studied HR. You studied like that business no it makes sense now obviously obviously everything that you're doing yeah how are you finding the time is it just saying like you know what i want to keep myself busy well it was kind of one feeding the other like when i was doing social media management it was like let's just you know this is my day job until i get pink coral off the ground but entrepreneurship like anything else is it's really hard to get to a steady place like the number one way to succeed being an entrepreneur is not to quit and it's the hardest thing so um as you know, business took its course, I needed to make my digital, basically, it's just a way to get out of having a nine to five. Now, it's not a great way to do it. Because instead of working 40 hours, I work like 80 or 90. But mm -hmm. I also love everything that I do. So I love every client I have. When I write, it's about issues that I'm going through. So I'm interested in it, and I can do it quickly. And um, I'm pretty lucky. I have a great team to help me with all the digital marketing clients. And um Pink Coral, you know, that's just my passion. So I do that every night. Like I'm home every weekend. I'm working, designing. So I love it. So with, with that, is this something that you kind of want to branch out and take it further? Or where do you think you, you see yourself with doing all these items? Like wh wh what's your ultimate goal? My ultimate goal is to have my blog of Pink Coral take off. Those are the two things. So come 2021, I'm going to put my re-put my focus back in that. Um, my agency right now is kind of set up where I can... Um, help other freelancers get work and that way it, it leaves me out of the, the the work and I can help more connections so it's actually just me giving back to other people but it kind of helps me feel my fire of pink coral so in five years I hope to be full-time blogger full-time pink coral and I hope that everyone has heard of it <laughs> with doing everything that you're doing how bad did COVID hurt or did it actually help it was both um COVID was really hard at the beginning um everyone was stressing out and at first I thought that I was disposable just being social media marketing yeah. um I actually ended up playing a bigger role in every one of my clients um businesses which is how we kind of expanded and I got to build this team but I also got burnt out for the first time I I'm 33 I've been doing entrepreneurship full-time for about seven years. And this was the first time I couldn't even open my computer for a week. Like I've never had a burnout <laughs> like that. It was hard. <laughs> so this was the best and worst of my life this year. I guess, I guess in the sense of, yeah, we, we obviously it hit us hard, but I think it gave us also that work-life balance at the point to where now it was like, okay, can you pursue what you're really truly loving? Or were you just going to sit around and just kind of like, enjoy the time off or anything like that. That's it. Um, yeah. And I think in, in your end, it fired you up, right? It did. And you know, like my, my online business kind of had a little bit of a boost, which was amazing. And then my digital marketing agency was a rebrand because I got, I had to get rid of clients I couldn't deal with. Like when I was distracted in real life, that was fine. But when you're sitting at home, like I couldn't deal with them. They weren't worth the money. You know what I mean? So now that's why I'm lucky now because I'm only doing things I love and COVID did that. But not without a without a little bit of pain. No, know? of course. Um, so with social media, how do you feel like that really affects, I guess, anybody starting off doing exactly what you're doing? Um, is social media the strongest platform of where obviously they need to be doing doing advertising? Um, do they need a local spot? Like, what would you recommend really someone saying, hey, you know what? I want to start off just like Jess. Like, what should I do? Oh, my goodness. Uh, definitely definitely that's why i love my social media agency because while i am working for clients i'm also learning about different industries what different customers want and i can apply that to my business and to my blog um i definitely think that social media is the place to start for everything um there's so mm -hmm. many resources and platforms and honestly this 
these past few months, I was introduced to TikTok. Now, I know TikTok's a little controversial. Um, I was afraid that I was going to be too old for that app, but I have never <laughs> learned more from one app <laughs> in my life. It's amazing. So with TikTok, because I still don't even understand it, like what what is really TikTok doing for businesses? So TikTok has a different algorithm. Um, Twitter and Instagram change their algorithms to make it more authentic. So basically, it's harder for creators to get their content viewed. TikTok, okay. what they do is they send it to 100 people. And if it does pretty good with 100, then they send it to 200. And now if people are watching it more than once, then they'll send it to 1,000 instead of upping it by 100. So I posted a stupid video of like a movie quote and like 10,000 people saw it because I guess they, they enjoyed the video. So it's really? easier to get more views, yes. And then once you already have that engagement on TikTok, it's easy to keep it. So that's why creators love TikTok. Oh my God, like that's the that's thing. I'm like, sometimes I feel like I'm in tune and then now hearing you, how you explain it, I'm like, I go, yeah, it does make sense. But I was like, oh. what are people doing? Are they just making stupid little videos on the side? Like, why, why are oh, we there's, enjoying there's this? Stupid videos. Don't worry, there's stupid <laughs> videos. But there's there's so much on there that's that's worthwhile content because everybody has switched from all the other platforms and they're all on TikTok now. So you'll see that you'll like most people will be like, follow me on my YouTube or my Instagram, but TikTok is their number one. So right Just now, to gain exposure, I would say. I was gonna say, so you would think so definitely someone has to have a TikTok account, like definitely take advantage of that. I wouldn't say you have to, but I I, I recommend everybody does. Um, just to build brand awareness, if nothing else, you could have a beautiful Instagram and and keep that as your solid business. But TikTok is a way that like you need to be putting something out there, you know, just just. Because you can have more more eyes on your brands than any other platform. So how, 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 I, I don't see why any business wouldn't want to do that. I was going to say, how do you do with YouTube? Do you actually put up YouTube? Because I would think as blogging and stuff like that, you would also be like as a vlogger, no? No. Oh, my gosh. Video it? is so difficult. And YouTube <laughs> is so difficult. I don't go near YouTube for any client, for anything. I'm like, YouTube is scary. <laughs> I love that. You were like, no. <laughs> no. No. I have people that ask me it all the time, and I'm like, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't do YouTube. <laughs> why? Why? I would think that like, you would love to be put it out there. Like, because I obviously I, I love beautiful girls. I love girls. And I'm like, I go, come on. Like, I think you guys should be out there because I think that's, that's a great marketing tool, too. Like, when you're pretty, yeah, take advantage of it. Like, put yourself in front. For sure. But the only issue is, I, this is what, in my personal opinion, I think um, YouTube is like the last one. You have to have um, a solid Everything else really following strong, yeah. to convert over there. And it's hard to just get a following on YouTube. So I was actually recently working with this blogger. And I said, I followed your YouTube. I didn't know you even had one. And she's like, all right, I'm going to TikTok now. <laughs> because she, <laughs> on Instagram, she's getting, you know, three, 4,000 views on every video. On YouTube, maybe nine or 10. And TikTok will be even more than that. So I, I just, I, I find it so weird. Like, how are, how are you with the hashtagging game? Like, how, are, you, <laughs> are you strong with that hashtag? Yes, hashtags are everything. And there's websites for that too, you know? So my recommendation is always pick a hashtag that's not at the top and not at the bottom. Interesting. Okay. Good. So basically, obviously we want this to flourish. We want you to definitely go forward with having hopefully another spot again, or if we, you know what, like how we talked about that, that bus on the go with your, <laughs> with your yes. designs. Um, so what would you say that really inspires you to push for what you want to do? I want to have my own line of clothing and I really want to do streetwear okay. and t-shirts. That, that was the original, uh, my original idea before Pink Coral launched. So COVID kind of reintroduced me to um, my new streetwear collection. So I'm really excited for that. 
but yeah, that, that'll be the big push. I would like to be in stores all over Miami and I would like to be a, a, a recognized Miami brand. Just, this is my home. I love it. Even if I'm not going to be here for the rest of my life, my heart will always be here. So I want tagged in Miami, my blog to be known and to help other businesses. And I want Pink Coral Miami to be recognized, you know? Do you think it's a tough business in Miami to start off or do you think it's too yeah, many people? Yeah, shopping's a little difficult. Yeah. Not too many people because people are pretty open-minded here and we are always looking for the next thing. So I'm pretty lucky with that. But um, yeah, just women are hard on themselves. That's just, that's the hardest I, thing. I think that's the <laughs> toughest part. I think it's it's, just, it's yeah. more the the, cri the critics. It's like they're, they're very critical. Um, and obviously we see what, what online reality shows have um does that take it to a different toll to where how people are wanting to stylize because they're just really strictly seeing what celebrities are doing or are people really following like you know what let me just wake up wear the hell whatever i want to wear and let's just no, say this looks I, good I've, like i've had um i had this one customer i think we sent like five emails over a month just about sizing <laughs> she was i was like listen take it and I will give you a full 100% refund if it doesn't fit. Eventually yep. she got it and it looked great. But women, like they'll look at me and they're like, Oh, you're skinny. I can't fit in these. And I'm like, this isn't for me though. I bought it for your body. I bought it for us girl. Like I want us both to look good. So, um, that's something I'm really going to try to work on next year. Marketing wise is just telling that brand story. I want people to feel good in my clothes yeah. and every woman has been like, I don't know if this looks good. It always looks good on them. I promise. Are, are <laughs> they, are they comparing a lot to a certain celebrity to say, I want to look like this or like, like, I guess, where's their mindset when they're saying this is, this is what I think my style is. The most thing that I get from women is like, Oh, I have to lose some weight to fit in this. That's the most things that I hear from women almost on a daily basis. And, and I hate that because Listen, women are beautiful. We're, we're better than any man. So I'm like, enjoy every not. pound. Because I've always thought that. I'm like, I go, when I hear like some of the guys say like, yeah, you know what? I need to lose a little bit. I'm like, look at them. I'm like, you're really not fat. Like, what are we saying that you need to lose? Like, it's just, I think it's just, a, it's a mindset. And 100%. it's, and I, and I really feel like, yes, reality shows have ruined a lot of self-confidence. Um, because you, you see it, you see it constantly. And I don't know, in the gay world, the gay world's very critical. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's like, they have to have an image. Well, you're the trendsetters. You're the trendsetters. <laughs> you gotta look good, right? So it, it's like, I, I could only imagine in, in the straight world with girls, like I, I just, I could only imagine like they're just very critical as well. It's, it's, it's to one extreme to another. It's difficult. And I, and it sucks just because most of the time these women are, are so beautiful and they don't see it themselves. Yep. I always try to remind them there's this one meme that I saw recently and it was like, remember when you looked at, you saw a picture of yourself from five years ago and you thought like, or you remember like you felt so fat, but you looked great. That's what I always try to remind people of because we always have a warped perception of the way we look, you know? We look at ourselves. Because e even when you lose that weight, when you see that next photo again, you're going to be like, oh my God, I could lose even more. Like, I, I feel yeah. like it's never going to be satisfying, yeah. especially my in Miami. Especially in Miami. And that's the crazy thing. Miami's a curvy place. I have my trainer to gain weight. <laughs> I'm not trying to lose weight. I want to gain weight. I want to look like a Miami girl. <laughs> What's your secret? Because I'm trying to gain weight and I can't gain weight. <laughs> Eating. Oh my gosh, I've never ate more in my life. <laughs> oh my God. So Okay, so you do all of this. Is there a nine to five job or this is really just your full-time job? No, my agency is kind of my nine to five, even though I do it every day. Um, but yeah, that's the reason that I, I, I do everything myself, just so I can pick my schedule and 
and focus on what's important, you know, but I, okay. I, and that- I delegate everything else. Someone else does my laundry. I'm on a meal plan for that. I have a trainer <laughs> for my workout. Like I can't be I thinking about anything else. <laughs> God, I love it. <laughs> It's like it, it is. It is truly Malibu Barbie <laughs> living in Miami. It's like the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I do want to touch base on the beautiful little dog that you got. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> so you rescued him. Moo is a rescue. Um, someone reached out to me. They put her on Instagram, and they found her running around in Pompano. She was abused. Had some cuts on her face was very traumatized. She had a harness on and a bunch of other things and wouldn't even let anyone go near her to take that off. Even when I got her for six hours, she just sat at my door and wouldn't come near me. Um, but now she's like a completely different dog. <laughs> I love it. And you know she's what? Perfect. You, you could see it sometimes. Some of those rescue dogs, I always tell everybody, yes, obviously adopt, don't shop. Yeah. But when you can rescue and you can save these lives, I'm a dog lover and I'm, we're now at three, which I think it's going to be a madhouse here. But <laughs> yes. I think it's, I, I think you just need to because they, they, they depend on us. Yeah. It's, it's been an experience for me as well. Like I, I've been leaving her at home for the first time. And I'm like getting ready for separation anxiety, but it's on my end and she's fine. <laughs> I'm for, like, Are first you okay? dog, first dog ever. Like, is it no. your first pet or no? I've had two other dogs that I've raised from a puppy, but those are like designer dogs. You know, I will never get a designer dog again. This rescue <laughs> is the best thing that ever happened to me. Of course. I I've like never more, loved anything like this. <laughs> they're less needy. They're more humble. So it's like <laughs> less maintenance. A hundred percent. I love her. So yep. tell me anything else about your side yourself do you want to promote anything else i know we're obviously telling everybody to go check you out on instagram it's <laughs> at jess burns 16 yep. and then you also have tagged in miami.com yeah um anything else we want to say there yeah no, i think that's it for now um i'll be launching my agency in a couple of weeks so if anyone wants to follow me or have any marketing questions but uh yeah no i think that's it so definitely look forward for 2021 there's going to be great things coming out so follow her start tagging everything if you need questions she reach out to jess she'll definitely help you out um before we end today i just want to end with our final questions so and everybody keeps telling me i think i need to have like a little like theme song going into this because it's like oh, yeah. dun, dun, dun. definitely yeah <laughs> build the excitement so, <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna start off with our first question it's gonna be what makes you happy um the beach and then my dog <laughs> and then coffee the beach and the dog the beach dog and coffee <laughs> yeah Cuban what about coffee the, beach? Is the best thing <laughs> what's your what's your sign are you a water sign or no no i'm a sagittarius i'm pure fire Oh my God, you're crazy. Yep, we are. <laughs> Sagittarius. All the Sagittarius I've ever known, they're really nice, but all crazy behind closed doors. <laughs> what are you? I'm a Cancer. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Sagittarius are, the... are wild to Cancers, I know. <laughs> yes. Cancers are very loving. Cancers are very artistic, but we're really emotional. So. Yeah. And we hate emotion, so that's where we vary. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my one um, Cancer friend, he always says, like, you can't run from this, so let's talk about it. I'm like, damn it, I want to run away. <laughs> <laughs> loving, loving the beach. Do you live out on the beach or no? Yeah, I just moved back to South Beach. I have my little headquarters for Pink Coral here, but I'm a block from the beach, so I'm there every morning for sunrise. Oh, my God, I love it. I love it because that's that's my ultimate goal. I'm like, I, go, I want to move back out to the beach, be on the water, being able to see that uh, either the sunset or sunrise wherever I land because I used to live in California, so I'm like, I love, yeah. love, love it. So hopefully yeah. one day. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Um, so if you can give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it have been? Don't take everything personally and don't worry about making it perfect. That's something I struggle with. I'm a perfectionist and it pushes my projects back and it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most people aren't consistent. So if you are consistent and not perfect, you will succeed more than if you're not being consistent, but you're trying to be perfect. So do you, do you doubt yourself a lot? 
Yes, absolutely. I second guess everything I do. Um, I'm doing this without a partner, but I always like rely on other people. So that's a lesson I learned this year. Like it's all me. I'm doing it. This is my brand. This is my voice. And there's nothing I can't do. You know, I think that's the hardest thing on ourselves. It's like, it's like, we, we think we did great, but then we always think, okay, but could it have been a little level higher? Like, could, could we have done this or could we have done that? And I think sometimes, yeah, you just got to go with your gut. Just do it the first time. And that's it. That's it. And uh, what is, I forget who they said, but the, the, they say the difference between doing something and not doing something is 15 seconds because in that 15 yep. seconds, you talk yourself out of it. So That's if you true. need to do something, jump into it. I know. Um, do you real quick, cause I'm going to do a side note. Do you think it's, do you think it's smart for people to try a project that doesn't succeed, do another one, or should they just stick that one out the whole time? If you're passionate about that, then you should you should stick with that one. If that's your your end all be all, then you can do it no matter what. Um, that's you know Steve Jobs and Henry Ford. They did things that humans thought were impossible until they're like, nope, we're gonna do it. Yep. So if that's what you want to do, you go for it. But if it's something you're not passionate about and the project fails, then you probably. If you're passionate, you're going to keep going anyways. It's just going to happen. You know, your, your mind and your intuition is going to be like, no, we can do this better. So um, you have to love what you do. And that's what I tell everybody. Otherwise, you're going to quit and you don't want to do that. What motivates you? Not quitting. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> The beach motivates me quite a bit. But my little sister, she's 16 years younger than me. And our mother passed away when she was very young. So I am her role model. I raised that girl. And I want awesome. her to be proud of everything that I do. I want her to be like, that's my sister. She taught me this. I can do anything because my sister did. So, Amen. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, so then our last question would be, when you leave this earth, uh-huh. which word would best describe your life? Oh, my goodness. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I, want to, I want you guys to think. Yeah, that is a really good one. I honestly, I think one of my my biggest strengths and I think the best thing about me that I love about me is my ability to always be optimistic. So I want to say optimism because even though it's hard sometimes, I I can find the light at any channel. So I I think that would probably be it. I'm very good at being positive, especially when people don't want to be. (laughs) I love it. No, and and I love it and you can feel it. I see it through your social media. Um, So I, I love the positivity that you share and you just definitely keep promoting, which is great. Thank you. You made my whole day today. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> um, so I am so happy. I am so proud of you, of what you're doing. Um, continue doing greatness. Continue being successful. Um, obviously, don't let this COVID get you. Obviously, it is helping. Um, so hopefully, you keep growing. Um and like I said earlier, I, I I think definitely 2021 will have great things coming forward because you know what? I think we really saw the worst right now. Um, yeah. So what's coming ahead hopefully should be more positive. Um, but definitely check Jess out on Instagram. It's at JessBurns16. And also check out her website, taggedinmiami.com. Um, anything else you want to say before we close out? No, we're actually doing, right now I'm doing a giveaway with a local uh, blogger in Miami. And so I think we're on day 10 or 11. So if you follow me on oh, Instagram awesome. right now, you'll be able to get that. Our, we're about to announce our grand prize, which is a art canvas piece by um, uh, Atomico. You know, he was just named 2020. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So that's our grand prize. Okay. And 
it's really cool. So go and go and follow awesome. me to enter. <laughs> we'll follow that. Enter the giveaway. That's going to be really great. Um, I, I wish you nothing the best. Like I said, I love you. Thank you for jumping on today. Um, and you know what? Maybe I may have you just style me going forward. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Thank you so much. You are amazing. And we're going to have to do a follow-up next year for sure. <laughs> Definitely will do. Um, well, I wish you the best. And like I tell everybody always, this is not the end, but more like to be continued. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, always go with kind. Be sure to follow and subscribe on your favorite platform and stay tuned for the next chapter of We're Big Kids Now.